Assalamu alaikum family Welcome back to episode 3 of Brother Ben X Uncensored If you have not checked out episode 2 or episode 1 Please go on over to those episodes to catch up to Brother Ben X Uncensored Before we get started, follow me on Instagram at Brother Ben X Follow me on Facebook at Brother Ben X And subscribe to my YouTube channel, Brother Ben X Backup Because we have been terminated from YouTube. Today, in the light of uh, Martin Luther King's birthday, I want to talk about Martin Luther King a little bit because there's a misconception that Martin Luther King was a sellout or that he was trying to only integrate us with our enemy and he never really made a change. And we have to put our minds together and realize that if that was the case, that he was a sellout, then he wouldn't have FBI following him trying to scare him, nor would he have been killed by the government, which is a proven fact, which is public record that he was killed or assassinated by the American government. So what I want to talk to you today is about some of the words and some of the language that he began to use uh, around 1968. We know of his I Have a Dream speech. I have a dream that one day on the Red Hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racist, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, one day right there in Alabama little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. As we all know, the I Have a Dream speech, which is told to us on every February during Black History Month in schools, but we're never told about the other side of Martin Luther King, which is he talked about his dream being a nightmare, which we're going to get into today. So the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan um, guided us and wanted us to start to study the speeches of Dr. King after he met with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He was a dreamer in 1963, but the minister said he was an awakened revolutionary in 1968. Now, many of us know when we have a dream, when do we have a dream? When we sleep. So after he woke up and met with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and saw America for what she really is, he became awakened and he became a revolutionary that began to 
touch on topics that will bring about real change. So, according to the Funnel Call newspaper, Dr. King and his wife, Coretta, met with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad at his Chicago home on February 24, 1966, privately. Dr. King indicated a true shift in his belief that the pursuit of integration through nonviolent civil rights struggle would be the answer to the righteous demands of his oppressed people. In the last days of his life, Dr. King confided his friend, Harry Belafonte. You know, we fought long and hard for integration, but I tell you, Harry, I've come on a realization that really deeply troubles me. I've come to a realization that I think we may be integrating into a burning house. These are the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, that he feared that he integrated his people into a burning house. Now, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has painted a nice picture for us before. He said, when white people let us into their hotels, our hotels closed down. When white people allowed us into their restaurants, our restaurants closed down. So even though we don't preach segregation, we only preach separation. But when we were segregated, we knew who our real enemy was. So out of slavery, the minister has taught us through the study guys that we owned and had over 60 towns. And you may be wondering, how is it that we have college degrees today? How is it that we have high school diplomas today, but we aren't as productive as they were back then right out of slavery? If you ask me, it is because we don't know who our real enemy is and we're trying to integrate, which forces us to become consumers when we should be focusing on separation and becoming producers. Now, separation doesn't mean that they can't spend their money with us. Separation doesn't mean that we can't spend our money with them if we need to. However, it does mean we should not depend on other people to do for us what we have the power to do for ourselves. And that is what we mean by separation. And you will see through evolution and through time, that is what Martin Luther King was trying to get us to understand. And that is what would redistribute the pain. And that is what would hurt them knowing that money is their God. Goes on to say, Dr. King asked, why does white America delude itself? And how does it rationalize the evil it retains? He said white people's belief in the fairness of America is a fantasy of self-deception and comfortable vanity. And what we have to realize is this same mindset that he is uh, exposing lives today. He talks about rationalizes the evil it retains. Because, see, you have many of them today who benefit from the white supremacy, who benefit from the racism and hide behind the system. You know, I wasn't the one who put y'all ancestors through slavery. I wasn't the one who whipped y'all ancestors. However, your forefathers put our forefathers through that and you benefit from it. So my brother Malik said one time, he was in a group and he asked the, the white people there a question. If your grandfather stole my grandfather's clock and he passed it down to you and I find out that my grandfather's clock is in the possession of you due to your forefathers passing it down. Once we figure this thing out, what is the moral thing to do? Now, most of them was quiet, 
But we know the more thing to do is for you to give it back to me, the rightful owner. But what's happening today is many of you all or many of white people are benefiting from the slavery that where they didn't get paid. The slavery that our ancestors went through, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the being hung, the being beat, to working sun up to sun down, not getting a dime. They are now benefiting from that. And they feel like they owe nothing. Well, there's a white woman who was exposing white supremacy. And she said that is white supremacy. You are a white supremacist when you don't see that you are benefiting from the forefathers' abuse, from their forefathers' racism and white supremacy. You are a white supremacist because you are benefiting. They are benefiting from what happened. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com, www.whatisabstribe.com. Check out the interview. Check out her message and hear it from her mouth, not mine, not the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's, not the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, but hear it from the horse's mouth. Check it out. Because of, of the, the beliefs that I have that when we take advantage of those things, then we are being white supremacists. Mm. Because most people, when they, when, when they think about someone that's white supremacist, they're thinking about the guy in the fatigues and he's in the woods and he's shooting and, you know, target. But, but I am being white supremacist when I accept uh, an establishment that gives me more than it, than it gives you. So as you can see, she flat out said it. She flat out was exposing the white supremacy and that mindset which has been passed down to the slave master's children. He even conceded, there are points at which I see the necessity for temporary separation as a temporary way stationed to a truly integrated society. Now, when you think about that, this is Martin Luther King. Why don't they tell us about this not this Martin Luther King during February? Why don't they tell us about this Martin Luther King during the whole week of celebrating Martin Luther King? Why don't they tell us this on January 15th, his birthday? And I got another question. Why is it that they can kill our leaders like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X? Yeah, I said it. And Malcolm X. And then after they killed them, after they set the stage in the plot to have them killed and assassinated, now you want to give them a street name? Now you want to give them a holiday? Now you want to put them on a stamp? Rather hypocritical if you ask me. 
But that's another episode that we'll get into later on. So he's talking about this separation is a temporary way stationed to a truly integrated society. Because how can we be truly integrated when we are lacking our resources? How can we be truly integrated when whenever we get a dollar in our community, it only lasts six to eight hours, but in the Asian community, it lasts 30 days? We are consuming way too much. We need to become producers and businessmen and women. In fact, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said business is the activity of life. So we must begin to be productive. We must begin to pool our resources. Yes, it seems like we're poor. And you may say, I don't believe those statistics that we're getting $1.3 trillion coming through the black community every year. I don't see it. Well, the reason you can't see it is because you're not shopping with your brother before you shop with another. As soon as you get a dollar, it's going to Walmart. As soon as you get a dollar, it's going to McDonald's. But imagine if when you get a dollar, it's going to a black-owned school. It's going to a black-owned business. It's going to a black-owned brother and sister that you know that's willing to spend that money right back with you because you also have a service that's what we have to think about and this separation isn't about racism it's not about hatred this is not teaching hatred this is teaching the first law of nature self-preservation think about this when you are in an abusive relationship in a marriage what are you telling your sister or your cousin that's in that marriage come on now think about it Girl, you need to separate from him. He beating on you. Girl, you need to leave him. He mistreating you. But you know one of the main reasons that women stay? He's providing for me. He's feeding me. He's taking care of me. So the reason that we haven't separated from our enemy is because we are afraid that we won't be able to do something for ourselves. We don't know the power that we really have. That's why we are taught that we are gods. Not that we are the originator, but that originator's essence and mind dwells within you. And you have force and power to say, be thought and make it flesh. Be and it is. You have that power. And that's why the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is the Messiah in our midst because he has made the blind see. He's made the deaf hear and he's made the dumb speak. And in fact, Gave life to the dead because he's taking people who are prostitute, pimps, gangbangers, hustlers, and he's made them saviors and redeemers of our people. That is a hell of a job. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan taught us that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that is the hardest job given to man to raise the people up from the dead. By 1968, Dr. King was unequivocal about the country and the war to which white America and many Negro leaders were pretty much faithful to. It goes on to say what he said, and I am sad to say that the nation in which we live is the supreme corporate. God didn't call America to engage in a senseless, unjust war as the war in Vietnam, and we are criminals in that war. We have committed more war crimes almost than any nation in the world. And I'm going to continue to say it. And we know this is what our great brother Muhammad Ali was talking against as well under the leadership of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. So this is what Dr. King was talking about. He was talking against the war. As Muhammad Ali said, ain't no Vietcong called me, nigga. 
You my enemy right here in America. You my enemy right here. You won't stand up for me, for my religious beliefs right here. These are the words of Muhammad Ali. And you can see our brother Martin Luther King was on the way to that same speech. That's why he had to be killed. And this is why they won't teach this on February anytime during Black History Month. If you're a youth watching this and you're still in public school, ask them about this. Ask them, why aren't you teaching us about this, this Martin Luther King? Why aren't you teaching us about the elevated state of Martin Luther King at this stage? Why are you sticking to, I had a dream? Ask them. See what they say. And then come let me know. Hit me in my DM. So he says on, so the article says, in his very last speech in Memphis, in the midst of the striking sanitation workers on April 3rd, 1968, Dr. King was speaking of black retaliation mm, against the forces of wickedness using the power of economic withdrawal. This is something that we have total control over. Economic withdrawal Hit them in their pockets Hit them where it hurts So many people ask me Brother Ben asked man How do I know that you're going live How do I know when you're producing a podcast And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days Well there's a way that you guys can get informed from us Via text message All you have to do is text 50k To 210-504-4094 And we'll give you more information with free game And we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. Up to now, he taught only the garbage men have been feeling pain. Now we must kind of redistribute that pain. The United States government spied on Dr. King and attempted to make his life a living hell. And ultimately, they were responsible for the death of our brother on that Memphis motel balcony at 39 years of age. His intellectual and spiritual journey into the mind of God may have been nearly complete. Among Dr. King's personal effects were notes of a speech he was preparing to deliver on that Sunday title, Why America May Go to Hell. That was the lecture that our brother, Dr. Martin Luther King, was preparing. But many of us think that he was a sellout. Many of us don't understand the elevated mindset that he had on his way out, which is why they was ready to kill him. And I want to end off with... uh, clip of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan talking about brother Dr. Martin Luther King because he gave us a solution to redistribute the pain and a lot of us maybe missed out on it this December you know because the solution was in December to boycott Christmas because we know we aren't the producers so all we're doing is making someone else rich in the name of giving a gift to our children to make them think that we love them more or if you know because if they don't give me a gift in December they don't love me and I'm throwing a temper tantrum and I and I'm getting mad that's how many of us are acting today so it's all vanity why should I get a gift on Jesus birthday see during this December we're not talking about Jesus you know who done hijacked Christmas Santa Santa Claus, ask your child, why are you ready for Christmas? They're going to say, I'm ready for Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town. 
No, we should be talking about Christ. We should be talking about his works and how we can reflect Christ as Christians, if that's what we call ourselves. So with that being said, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said the Nation of Islam is still relevant because it can give good guidance. Check out the message of the day. But in the last year of his life, you should read Tavis Smiley's book on the death of a king. And the preachers turned on Doc. Wait now. See, some of you are angry with me, thinking I'm trying to steal Dr. King's legacy. Hell no. Don't put that on me. And don't let the white man put that on you so you could put that on me. I'm raising Dr. King because it is wrong for you to think that that man died because he had a dream. That man was a revolutionary thinker in the last days of his life. Some of his inner circle turned on him. They didn't agree with him talking against the war in Vietnam. He was hurting that his own staff, some of them, disagreed with him. Then churches denied him. They didn't want him in their pulpit. Now it's easy to put his picture up and talk that crap about how you love him. You are a damn liar if you loved him. I want you to listen. If you loved him, why did you let the writers of history write him down as a dreamer and pacify you with all these streets and boulevards named after him? But if you read his life, in the last two years of his life, he met with my teacher. They had a beautiful discussion February 66. I don't know what they talked about, but I know my teacher. He loved Dr. King, but he showed him prophecy. He showed him where we are to separate from this enemy and not be integrated into him as Moses didn't separate or uh, integrate the children of Israel into Pharaoh. So in that last night, when he said, I, I want to get the language straight tonight. He stopped talking Negro. And began talking black. He even agreed that separation might be better for us for a while. 
like a people sick or diseased, you take them out of the public and you heal them. And then you send them back to the world. I didn't know these were things that Dr. King was saying. And when I read it, I said, this man, you must know the reality of Dr. King. He's more than a dreamer. And don't you let them throw the dream speech on you from 63. Let them play for you the speech that he made in New York City when he condemned the hypocrisy of the Johnson government that's fighting a war in Vietnam against poor people there and practicing violence then want Dr. King to preach nonviolence to us while they're training you to kill people that never did nothing to you overseas. So you can see the minister has given us the breakdown of who Dr. Martin Luther King really was, and he was talking about redistributing the pain. So on 10, 10, 15, the minister talked about this on justice or else. Now, many of us have this thing confused. Many of y'all are asking, where is the or else? Where is the FOI? Where is this? Where? No, the, the or else is you. He said we have to be the or else. Did you boycott? Did you boycott Cyber Monday? Are you holding your dollars? Are you redistributing the pain? Again, as we say, self-improvement is the basis of community development. The first step to changing the world is to change yourself. So we must begin to ask ourselves, are we redistributing the pain? Are we upholding the mindset and the teaching and the guidance of Dr. Martin Luther King? What are we really celebrating? Is it all about playing the I have a dream speech every February, every January? Or are we going to put what he said into practice? I think we should put what he said into practice so we can begin to see some real change and see some real justice. With that being said, thank you all for watching the Brother Ben X Uncensored show. Check me out on Instagram at Brother Ben X. Follow me on Facebook at Brother Ben X. And if you have a podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor, I want you to search Brother Ben X Podcast, subscribe, and tune in every week to a new episode. Thank you all for watching the Brother Ben X Show. Y'all have a blacktastic day. Assalamu alaikum. Peace.